0: From KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara, and from Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Thursday, June 30th. The peregrine falcon chicks have fledged. Yes, Annie and Alden's closely watched brood atop UC Berkeley's Campanile Clock Tower have taken the leap, or dive, rather, and flown the nest on June 18th, about six weeks after hatching. But Annie and Alden aren't empty nesters quite yet. The last time we checked in with the so-called Cal Falcons, Bay Current's Matt Pittman got to hear about Annie's new guy, who has since been named Alden, and his care for Annie's eggs after Grinnell Sr.'s death. He's since been an exemplary bird stepfather. I got to meet once again with Mary Malik, Raptor Nest Monitor with Cal Falcons, East Bay Parks, and Golden Gate Raptor Observatory to see how the now-hatched and fledged chicks, Lindsay and Grinnell Jr., are faring and what's next as they begin to take flight. And if you listen carefully, you'll hear the Falcons in the background, pitching in on our conversation. So Lindsay went somewhere that way, huh? She's
1: on the roof of Evans Hall on that uh, loudspeaker. The
0: corner closest oh, to us, yeah. she's on the loudspeaker. Oh, wow. When they screech like that, or when they're doing their call, what are they doing? What are they saying?
1: Well, they have several different calls. That one's called a whale. Hmm. Um, they have a call that's in Egypt, and that's kind of conversational. They hmm. talk to each other Doing echops, mm-hmm. and they and the adults talk to their kids. Echops, yeah. that's a whale. It's just a, I'm here. That, that's almost a hunger whale. Feed me. <laughs> um, if something comes by that is dangerous, they will cack, and they'll cack a lot louder than that whale. It's a it's a very loud noise, yeah. and most of the time, other animals know that as a warning call other birds know it as a warning call and so that you know they'll try to warn it off before they have to do anything else. Mm. even the kids before they fledged were cacking yeah they learn it early yeah um we had a naming contest and alden came out in first place alden in real life was the real life grinnell successor at the museum so alden is grinnell's peregrine successor
0: and since then, how has Alden shown up for, for Annie and, and the babies and the, the little eggs? He's different from Grinnell, and he
1: has shown up in a big way. Initially, he, he seemed to have a hard time with incubation. It was probably his first time, although we don't know that for sure. Yeah. But he started out spending only maybe 30 seconds at most on the eggs. Mm. And then that gradually increased until he was giving any breaks. After the eggs hatched, he tried feeding them and kind of unsuccessfully, he'd give them two, the the bites were too big for them, but he kept trying. Yeah. Uh, A couple of times he brought in moths to feed them. That was about the right size. Yeah. Uh, do they eat moths, too? They do eat moths. They'll, uh, juveniles sometimes fly around and pick up moths and dragonflies and butterflies from the air. It, it's sometimes their first successful hunts. So, yeah, it's not that unusual. But it's so cute to see. Do you think he was an experienced bird father? I don't think he was. Yeah. Uh, we will. I don't think we'll ever know for sure because we don't know exactly how old he is. We know he's an adult, mm-hmm. so he's at least two years old. Mm-hmm. But based on his behavior, it, he wasn't practiced at this, but he, he learned very quickly. He's turned out, once they started moving around, to be even better mm-hmm. than... As a new father, he's flying with them. He's very defensive of the nest. Mm. When we went up to band, in, in past years when we banded, Annie would take over and be very defensive, and Grinnell would kind of hang out on the edges. Mm. He would be around, but Annie would do the most of the defense. This year when we went up, Alden was actively defending pretty much as much as Annie was. Wow. So it's, uh, it's clear he's got that part of it down. And he flies with the kids. He, he lands with Annie when, when they bring in food. He'll, he will sit with them. On uh, Lindsay's second day off, she was sitting on a building, and both Annie and Alden came in and sat on the next building over. They were sitting together just watching her. And I don't think I've ever seen Grinnell do that. There's kids screaming right now. Yeah. Food okay, who, food just came in.
0: So who was do you know who that was that just came in?
1: I think that was I think that was Annie and I saw both chicks up there.
0: That's so, incredible. Yeah. I think the last time I was here I I didn't catch this much action. I think this is the closest I've been with them. Yeah. They're loud.
1: They're loud. <laughs> They're very loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can hear them. I think you can probably hear them from um, maybe a, close to a mile away, yeah. if your ears are, are used to listening to that. Yeah. yeah. If the wind's blowing in the right direction, you can hear them from, <laughs> a, from a long way away. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. they're
0: awesome. I mean, yeah. just the more that I've learned about them, and since interviewing you and Alan, I've gotten really like a lot more into it. and. Um, I think everyone else has too.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got a very interested following. And yeah. It's good that people are listening and learning because they get invested in not just peregrines, but other wildlife that they feel
0: protective of. Yeah. So the chicks, Lindsay and Grinnell Jr. Can you tell me a little bit about them? Like what kind of personalities have they developed and what kind of habits have they kind of come upon? Maybe partly
1: because they were so late to fly. Mm. Females usually fly at at about age 42 days. There's a a range in there, 42, 43, 44 maybe. And males at 40 days. Mm. And they fledged at 44 and 45 days old. So they looked like fully fledged, fully developed chicks with no down left on them at all. All ready to go and when they're out in the air they don't look like newly fledged chicks yeah and i think that makes them a little more aggressive a little noisier a little more willing to take the next step i have no idea why they didn't take that first step earlier off the off the ledge yeah. it just it's a mystery it may have been i i don't i just don't know yeah i don't know
0: one of the things that I noticed in one of the videos, I think it was maybe Grinnell Jr. picking on, on Alden. That's pretty typical behavior.
1: That's pretty typical, and that's another difference in Alden that you don't usually see in male peregrines. Because adult males, males are smaller mm. than, than females, and they're frequently—I mean, if they have females in the nest, by the time they're close to fledging— the adults are much smaller than their female chicks. They know enough to drop food and get out of there.
0: Yeah.
1: Olin didn't do that. He'd hang <laughs> around and try to feed them. He'd hang around and look for food himself. He he got picked on a lot. So Stepdad getting picked hung, on. He's still hung in. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah,
0: he's, he's kind of a unique little guy. Yeah. Um, fledge watch last week, fledge, watching a fledge or watching out for it is, it's a pretty big deal, right?
1: Um, urban fledge watch is, yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Um, why is that? Peregrine's fledging in cities. There's all kinds of dangers. The UC Berkeley campus is relatively safe. We we don't have cars speeding by. We don't have buses. Um, in other places like San Francisco, we've had to get in the middle of the street and stop buses when a chick ends up on the, in the middle of the street. We don't have that here, but we do have buildings that are dangerous. Um, there are raccoons and dogs and cats and skunks and other dangers here that you know, downtown San Francisco doesn't have. Um, so our job is mostly to be here if they get in trouble. So, yeah, I mean, we don't intervene unless they're in trouble, but then we're here to do that.
0: Yeah. Um, Can you tell me where the kids, where Lindsay and Grinnell Jr. have sort of settled in or or flown to since they fledged? And do you think that they'll stay there? Uh,
1: Lindsay's first flight was from the tower to the roof of this building right behind us to the roof of uh, Bancroft Library. As you can see, that's a lot of altitude loss. She it is, she yeah. pretty much went down. That's yeah. that's I think three stories. Yeah. N- not, which doesn't give her the opportunity to fly straight back home. So we kept a close eye on her all day. Yeah. She didn't she didn't fly from there until six o'clock at night, and she went to a building about the same height off the ground on the other side of the campanile and she spent the night there Mm. Um, she was safe there the next day she made maybe four short flights each probably the third flight she got higher up on a building and then the next day she got to the top of evans and eventually made it back to the tower we like to see them make good strong flights Babies can fly really well, even even initially. They don't land well, and they can get into a lot of trouble landing. But they also have a hard time gaining altitude, so they have to take this. If they, if they end up, as she did, really low to the ground, they have to take a stair-step approach to get back up there. Every time she flew every new building, she got a little higher off the ground okay. until she was able to make it back up, which yeah. she did on Monday. And what about Grinnell Jr.? Where did where did he end up? Grinnell ended up in a tree. He spent a night in a redwood tree over Strawberry Creek. Is that oh over Strawberry Creek? Yeah. Really? His his first flight was an in and out on the east side. He went out, turned around, flew right back, landed on the ledge, and and jumped in and ran around like a little wild man. (laughs) His flight was probably 30 seconds. Yeah. He waited a minute or two and flew again. And that next flight was a really strong flight. He was in the air for more than a minute, probably close to two. Oh, wow. He tried a couple times to land on the tower. He landed on that uh, pyramid up on top and uh, slid down it. Most of the kids do that. It's kind of like a slide. <laughs> they usually don't do it a second time, although he did. Yeah. Um, and then he, he didn't land successfully on the tower, but he landed in a redwood tree where he spent the night.
0: Is that pretty typical for them to, to stay the night in a tree? Because usually they hang out like cliff sides and stuff like that, right? So they are cliff
1: dwellers and yeah. not tree dwellers. <laughs> um, we've had two others fly for their first flight and end up in trees and so if you know if there's a tree that's far enough off the ground it's not necessarily a bad thing Um, makes it hard
0: for us to find them though so what's next for the famous peregrine falcons and when can we expect annie and alden to become empty nesters Is Alden, do you think he's going to stick around with Annie? Where do you think the kids are going to go? Do you think they'll stick close by? Is that like what they usually do?
1: The kids will stay around for anywhere from four to eight weeks, Mm -hmm. maybe a little longer, maybe a little less, but that's average. They will get stronger in their flights. They will um, do in-air prey exchanges where the parents will bring food to them. And one of them will flip upside down, and the other will grab the prey. Oh, wow! Um, and they'll learn. That's kind of uh, part of part of their their hunting training. Acrobats. Acrobats. They're yeah. really good acrobats. Yeah. Uh, so they'll do that, and and they will do that kind of play with each other. Yeah. So both both uh, Lindsay and Grinnell Jr. will be playing talon tag, grabbing each other's talons in the air. Yeah. Um, and they will, they'll learn to hunt. Yeah. And then something, I don't know what it is, but something tells them it's time to leave. And they'll leave. Yeah. And the, the, Annie and Grinnell always stayed here uh, for the winters. We don't know if Alden will, but it's probably likely most Bay Area peregrines don't migrate. A mm-hmm. few of them do. And we don't know what, what Alden will do.
0: Yeah. I guess we'll
1: we'll have to wait and see what happens, right?
0: Yeah. We'll find out.
1: Yeah. Um, migration is another dangerous period in their lives. They, you know, some of them go as far as uh, Peru, Chile. Yeah. They go a long ways. Most of our local peregrines, if they migrate, seem to go to Mexico. It's a perilous journey. And since we have such a mild climate with food always here... Yeah it's good for them to stay. Yeah.
0: New episodes are out every day and we'd love to be a part of your daily routine. Please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or just about anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on YouTube on the KCBS radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Mallory Samara from Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow.